Hello and welcome to this week's Ask Amy. Thanks so much for joining us. And thank you for sending me your questions every week by email, by phone, by Facebook Messenger. I'm getting your messages and I want to answer your questions. So a lot of you are asking me about home warranties. Maybe you have a home warranty and you've got a question or you've got a complaint or you're deciding whether you should sign up for a home warranty. This is a, a plan that can cover things like major appliances when they break in your home. So if you're paying these premiums over the year, every month, and something goes wrong with a major appliance, like your air conditioner or a washer or dryer, then your home warranty company would send someone out and either repair it or replace it, depending on the type of plan that you have. So a lot of times people run into problems with these companies and you have questions, we're answering them. Um, for example, one viewer, Susan, wrote that um, she wanted to know if we've done stories about home warranty companies. Yes, we have, plenty of them. She wrote, we've always used this form of protection for our appliances, but lately it seems like they're not repairing our appliances, instead giving us a little bit of money to purchase a new appliance and not replacing it. She wrote, we've been spending hundreds if not thousands of dollars purchasing new appliances. We just got our we just had to replace our hot water heater. Quite expensive since it wasn't covered even though it seemed like it was. So a lot of the biggest problems that we know people have with these home warranties is you're paying because you believe all these certain appliances in your home are covered and then when you have a problem they say, oh, well, that's not covered because this was a pre-existing condition or this part of your hot water heater was covered, but not that. Um, I want to go to another um, email that we received from someone else who said that they were canceling their coverage that they had had for 16 years because their home warranty company kept putting a Band-Aid on their, on their unit instead of replacing their air conditioning unit. And so they said that they had to pay that $75 service fee every time they call their home warranty company. And then they had a bid um, on $2,800 to fix their AC unit. And they were told that their home warranty would only pay for $380 of the $2,800. So what should you do if you get these kinds of quotes? Obviously, as the consumer, as the customer, you've got to try to work through these issues with the home warranty company. But now there is somewhat of a um, sort of helpline, lifeline out there for customers. Just since last September, September 2021, the regulation and licensing of home warranty companies and service contract providers switched from the Texas Real Estate Commission to the Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation. And they at least now, it's a place where you can file a complaint um, and they have an ombudsman there. So there's an ombudsman phone number you can call and they're going to tell you always try to work it out yourself <clears throat> in the beginning. But if that doesn't help, if you file a complaint or if you're not to the level of filing a complaint and you just want somebody else's take on what you should do, you can call this residential service um, provider ombudsman with the Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation. And there's a phone number for that. It is an Austin area code. It is 512-936-3049. So as we said, this agency sort of just took over the licensing and regulation of home warranty companies. They've only been doing it for about um, 
13 months now and we asked them hey can you tell us just in the last 13 months so from September 1st of 2021 to August 31st of 2022 can you tell us the home warranty companies licensed in Texas that are receiving the most complaints now this doesn't mean that all of these complaints are substantiated but what are you seeing and they just sent this list over to me they say that choice home warranty and home warranty administrators they're based out of New Jersey have received the bulk of complaints they've received 69 complaints to the state and keep in mind I always like to keep in mind that most customers don't even know where you're supposed to go to complain in these issues far more people will turn to the Better Business Bureau or might complain online just in a Yelp or a Google or a Facebook review but they received 69 complaints to the Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation with the Better Business Bureau Choice Home Warranty received 10,330 complaints within the last three years. That's a lot. So if you're considering um, choosing a home warranty company and you'd like to use one to protect you know, your appliances or you feel like you have more protection if something goes wrong, look at complaints against these companies. American Home Shield of Texas came in second with the most complaints with 60 over the last year um, and then select home warranty and XPD warranty group same company um, complaints dropped way off they've received 21 complaints first American Home Warranty Corporation received 17 Home Shore of America received 17 so that rounds out the top five of companies with the most complaints okay so what should you do if you're considering hiring a home warranty company what are some of the things that you want to look at before you just go in? I know sometimes you might receive an unsolicited email. You might see an ad online. Aside from checking those complaints, you want to know how much does the plan cost? Um, obviously, you could pay all at once. You could pay for the full year up front, or you could break it out into monthly payments. But how much does it cost you? How much does the plan last? And what specific items are covered by that residential service contract? Um, and sometimes you pay more to have more items covered, right? Um, is it my washer, dryer, refrigerator, AC, water heater, which items are covered, and are there limits to that coverage? Are there incidents that would not be covered, and what are they? You want all of that spelled out, and you want those things in writing, because I guarantee you when you go to make a claim or have someone come out, they will be more likely than not to tell you, oh, that's not covered for X, Y, Z, for these reasons. Well, you need to have your original policy, the original plan that you paid for, have all that in writing, store it someplace safe, so you can go back to that for reference, obviously. These are just, you know, sort of good practices as a consumer. Um, is there a limit to how much the company pay, will pay? Because sometimes there is, and as the consumer, obviously you need to do the math in your head. If I'm paying this much per month, and then every time I call them out, how much am I going to have to pay? There's a service fee that you, you have to pay when you use these companies just to come check out my problem before as they diagnose it and if they figure out that it will be covered under your warranty. And sometimes those service calls range anywhere from 40 to $100 on the high end. 75 is usually about the average of how much they'll cost you. Um, if you've got a pre-existing condition, will that void coverage? Because um, some things will. Um, who will decide what company will make any repairs? This sounds an awful lot like our health insurance, right? So if you need to see a specialty physician that, that specializes in a certain area of medicine, a lot of times your insurance company will only cover certain providers. Well, with home warranty companies, a lot of times they are deciding which 
um, people will come to your house, which repairmen, which companies. And so you want to know, is that going to be somebody that you're going to trust? Are you going to have any say in who comes out? Can you get a second opinion? Because sometimes if you want a second opinion, you got to pay for another service call, right? And that can get very expensive. Um, How fast will any repairs be made? I've talked to plenty of people. Um, One viewer in particular that I speak to frequently just went three weeks without air conditioning He finally was able to get it settled, and he finally was able to get his home warranty company to cover the bulk of the replacement of his air conditioning unit. But the reason that he went without without AC for three weeks is because he was going back and forth with them. They were telling him that, oh, well, because your unit was so old, um, we have to make these other changes that are not covered under your warranty. And those changes are going to cost you like $6,000, and then we'll pay for the new AC. And he was like, that you know, doesn't sound right. That doesn't seem fair. But how many people are willing and are able to go three weeks in the summer in Houston with no air conditioning? So those are the things that you want to look at. Um, And then will the plan replace any item that cannot be repaired? And then what kind of item will come in? What will it be replaced with? I mean, we hear from a lot of people that say, oh, the only thing they wanted to give me was junk. It was a, you know, inferior model or uh, compared to what we had or brand from what we had. Um, I have heard good stories. Um, we have heard issues. I've, I've heard anecdotally from someone who had a washer and dryer and they were covered on their home warranty plan. And when the washer went out, but the dryer was just fine, their home warranty company told them we're replacing both because you have a matching set now and you should have a matching set when we replace the washer. I mean, that's amazing. Realizing that we only hear normally when things go bad, we hear the bad side, the downside, right? So these are all questions that you want to ask of a home warranty company when you're looking at any of them to decide if you want to hire them. Um, When we come back, I have a guest this week, um, and it is investigative reporter Mario Diaz, who has looked into the issues of home warranty companies and who regulates them and who's looking out for consumers, specifically in the state of Texas, and sort of what other states are doing around the country. He's investigated some of that. And he has a home warranty, so he's going to kind of tell you best practices, why he continues to have his, and what he does every time he needs to make a claim to make sure it's going to get covered and to make sure that he's going to have somebody come to his home that he trusts um, and whose word that he can rely on. So we're going to have him join us right after this break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to this Ask Amy All About Home Warranties. Joining me now is Mario Diaz, investigative reporter. Mm -hmm. And I brought you in because you have actually done an investigation on these home warranty companies. And it started why? Because we were hearing complaints from people? Yeah, we were. I mean, obviously, we receive tips all the time from individuals. And they email us. And one of the more common topics are home warranties. Mm -hmm. And you always hear different stories, whether it's about my home warranty company's not replacing this, they're not replacing this, and we get and we get them from everyone. Uh-huh. It's not like one particular company. Right. We're getting them from everybody. And the belief here for many individuals is that this is a form of insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, you pay into a, a situation or into a, you enter into a contract in which you are having this agreement, in which you are paying this amount of money every month. Or for the year, and if you have an issue within your home, then they come out and either fix it or replace it with a set fee. Mm-hmm. 
And then when it doesn't happen, that's when we get the phone calls. And we've been getting a lot of phone calls and emails for years now. But this investigation goes back about two years. Yeah. And, you know, I honestly, when we get those complaints, what's frustrating to me is every situation is unique. I mean, I don't know what kind of shape the person's air conditioning unit was in. I don't know if there are pre-existing right. conditions. And they're very difficult to look into. Um and do a story, a sort of a broad story, but you took it from the angle of, you know, who who's regulating these kind of companies right. and who's looking after looking out for consumers. Well, because I had an issue at one point with my own situation, and I was intrigued by who is providing the oversight to send out some of these individuals to your home. Mm-hmm. Because what I normally do is that as soon as I file any kind of um, work order, right? Uh-huh. That's what you do basically. And now the, at least the company that I'm dealing with has it where you go right in and log in right away. It's really, really good in online. that perspective. Online. Yeah. And I, I immediately start seeing, well, who is the person that's coming out to my house? I've seen their performances look higher in terms of the people. They have very high reviews. So I'm like, okay, great. But before I was getting like one star, two star, hey, when you guys come out, we'll be out there. So the question is who's providing the oversight for this issue. Mm-hmm. And the investigation focused on who regulates them, who's holding them accountable, and is anybody else nationwide having these kind of issues? And we found that problem in another state. Yeah. you Well, uh, the problem, but actually what you found is this other state being a little more active in going after some of these right. companies, bad actors. Right. Because as, you, as you've done some investigating into this as well for some time and of here late, there has been a switch on even in Texas. Uh-huh. So as to who's holding them accountable. Before, I want to say it was through the Texas uh, Real Estate Association. Real Estate Commission, right. right. Yeah. And when we were looking at it. And so the state was Arizona mm-hmm. that was taking action. And their attorney general there, a gentleman by the name of Mark Bronovich. Uh-huh. Um, funny guy. But he was very adamant about holding these companies accountable. How so? What is he doing? He's filing lawsuits. Oh. He's taking them to court uh-huh. and saying, if you're going to do business in our state like this, then we're going to hold you accountable. And if you if you look at what they've done, they've taken several companies to court and they've and they find them. Mm-hmm. And those companies have been required to pay a fine. Um, when we spoke to him, it was in particular about uh, a company that's based out of the Northeast. Uh-huh. And he ended up taking them to court. Um, I've seen since then mm-hmm. he filed more cases against other companies, and he told me that he would go to parties, he would go to dinner, and he would hear about this time and time again. Just someone would say, "Hey, you should look up at a whole, you should look at home warranties, yeah. you know, home warranties." And I think he had a personal issue himself tied to it, mm-hmm. and he's like. You know, why aren't we regulating this? Sort of his water cooler. Okay, so um, I've shared with people that Consumer Reports says it's not just me. Like, oh, you know, you probably are better off not having a home warranty. Just put the money away in your own savings emergency fund and then pay for these items as they come up. But some people have had success with them. You have a home warranty, and and you've it's it's paid off for you. Yeah, it's been for in my perspective, the company that I'm with, it it's been fine. Early on, I did have concerns because I'm like, who are they sending out? How certified are these individuals? And What's by that you mean, so say if your problem is an AC problem, and then you don't always have control over which AC repair person right. comes, then you look them up and you're like, well, I wouldn't have chosen that guy. Right. Yeah. Right. And that was a concern for me early on. Um, but then what I tend to do is, I. 
the system is much better. Before you had to call, mm-hmm. and now you submit it. So there's a digital trail. It's much easier to, to identify, and then they'll give you an answer as to who they're going to be sending out. Yeah. And then I, I tend to research, and uh-huh. what I immediately do is say, "Hey, listen, I just got a phone. Call. I just got an email from my home warranty company. Just want to make sure that you guys." And they'll give the number too. Uh-huh. And sometimes they'll call. So I just want to make sure you guys are going to be coming out tomorrow at this time. Yeah. Because. Like anybody else in life, we have a life that has professional obligations. Right. It's not easy to just pick up and go and sit around for four hours. So right. want to make sure that they're going. Say, so I just want to make sure that you're bringing out a skilled individual. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, everybody's always skilled, and they'll do that. And then <laughs> and then I just sit there, and I just I, I make sure and say, okay, so tell me what this problem is, and let's document everything. Mm-hmm. So then I have a paper trail. And I think that's what anybody should do in these kind of situations is definitely right. have that paper trail. But before, when I wasn't getting answers, like I, I had to call corporate offices. Never told them who I was. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Not our style. But I would call like the corporate offices and say, because there wasn't a there wasn't a real number to get to them. Right. Yeah. And it was just like this. This failed me. Have I had that happen often? Mm, Once. For the most part, I've been fortunate. However, I have seen the cases where they have been nightmare cases. Yeah. And not all companies are the same. Right. Not all are the same. And you should if you're going to. Um, start with the home home warranty right. company and hire one. You should look at all. Look at Better Business Bureau complaints. Google the name. Look but, at what other people but, are saying about them. But this is the issue that's I think the core of the problem uh-huh. is that people view this as insurance. Right. It's not. And it's not insurance. And it's on both sides here mm-hmm. because during our investigation, we actually called a couple of the companies and we we're identifying quotes and everything. And I asked them, so is this insurance? And they're like, yeah, it's insurance. Uh-huh. So this is insurance. This is insurance. So some of their operators were telling us it's insurance. So what are they telling everybody else? The same thing. So then when you're a person at home and you have this issue pop up, you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is insurance. And it's you really say no. that as if I think all of my other insurance is so reliable. <laughs> but no, and I, but it's regulated. Yeah, it is. That's the key here. Yeah. <laughs> insurance is regulated. It has to fall under Texas Department of Insurance TDI. Uh-huh. So when we were doing our investigation, we actually spoke to a couple of representatives about who sit on the insurance committee in Austin yeah. and say, "Why is this not under insurance?" Uh huh. And and as we've explained um, here in this episode, so it is now the Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation that oversees. Um, home warranty companies or service contract providers. Um, and so now at least there is a place to complain. Before with the Texas Real Estate right. Commission, it was a place to complain, but they didn't have a whole lot of disciplinary but, authority. Right. And one of the reasons why they had it was because in most home sales, the mm-hmm. first year comes with a home warranty. That's the only time I've ever had a home warranty is buying a home and it was included and we did use it like once, maybe twice, right. but I've never actually paid for it myself. So that's why the Texas Real Estate Association, or I forget the official t- title. Yeah, that's all right. Track. Uh-huh. Track. That's why they had the control over it because you had so many new homes being built, so many homes being sold here in Texas. Not all the new homes came because there were new homes. You wouldn't expect it, but used homes would have, mm-hmm. usually, that's how we had it. We had a home warranty tied to our home, which was an established home. So, all right. So not everybody is Mario Diaz and is a good of a note taker and keeping your records. So give us sort of a rundown what people should be doing if they already have a home warranty. They've experienced issues with their home warranty company. What should they be doing every time they have an issue in their home that they want to they want to make a claim? They want to get the company out. Tell us the steps. I would say I would say, number one, be. Um, not so much aggressive, but be on top of it. Don't just rely on the text message they send you. Call the company up and say, I just got a text message that you guys are going to be here. Sometimes the company will call you as well. Call them up. 
try to beat them to the punch and say, hey, who are you guys sitting out? I've been through this process before. I want to know exactly who's going to be coming out. So I have an understanding. You're telling me George is coming out? All right, great. George is going to be here. George, And what's George's experience level like? So that way you have an idea if they're sending you somebody who's qualified or not. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's what you need to find out. Separate from that, document everything while they're there. Make sure that you go, okay, so this is what's happening here. I just want to make sure. Okay, great. And one of the things that I've done is that you can't do it anymore, but if you could, like, make sure that a company, like, I will make sure that if a company's not the one that I like, mm-hmm. then I'm like, I don't want them. And I will, like, say, I don't want them whatsoever. You you are able to do that with I was, company. I, I, yeah, and then, but they've switched up the system where you can't really do that. But if I had someone I loved, I'd try to request them. Oh, Because okay. they've been helpful, and I know right. that I got the job done right. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the, usually there's a fee involved. Sometimes mm-hmm. the fee that you have is actually more than the actual cost to to fix whatever they're going to fix. So you kind of need to know that, right? Right. So that's what I was going to say. Where we see a lot of complaints are people who say, "Okay, so you're paying this, you know, premium, this monthly amount each right. month. Then when you need to call them, it's like say a seventy-five dollar service call to get them to come out and even just see what the problem is and see if they're going to." And fix I asked, it. I asked one company. I said, "So let me ask you this: How much are you going to charge me to do this?" It was a capacitor, and they said about seventy-five bucks. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like so. But I didn't know it was a capacitor. Right. Yeah, and 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 obviously you're going to first call them because you're already paying the premiums to get them to come check it out. Right. Um, But what some other people complain about is so then they get out there, you pay your seventy five dollars, and then the company will say, okay, here's your problem. The home warranty company says, okay, well we'll cover this much of it, but these other things that have to be replaced in order to fix this problem aren't covered. And that's where that gray area comes into play, and that's where you have a lot of the issues because you're like, well. it's all part of this. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's the key. And the key word at the end of the day, you're saying this is why people get so it's covered, right? Yeah. That's what the issue is about who should really be regulating it because that's an insurance term. Yeah. It's not covered under the agreement. Right. That's an insurance term. But again, it's not really covered through Texas Department of Insurance. Right. Or warranty. It's a warranty, but warranties can be very tricky. But, you know, it's interesting because when we did the investigation and we looked at Arizona and this mm-hmm. attorney general, he was one of the few attorney generals in the nation. I think the only one at the time that was doing anything about this issue. Uh-huh. And obviously, think about it. A lot of homes are resold on a daily basis across mm-hmm. the nation. Yeah. And this is a common practice. So uh, I said, what's the solution to text? He goes, well, he said, better regulation and the AG can get involved. <laughs> and he was able to get some relief. Haven't, haven't one of those lawsuits wrapped up? And I will say, because it was public record, Choice Home Warranty was one of the, the companies, I believe, that he sued. Correct. That was one of the companies that he went after, along with others that he's gone after since our uh-huh. initial investigation. And he has had companies settle or I should say pay a fine mm-hmm. uh, with the state of Arizona. And as a result of paying that fine, they're un- basically, he's, he's basically put them, for lack of a better term, on blast. Yeah. And right. he made them pay for it. I mean, if, if it became um, not advantageous, it didn't make the company's money to operate in this fashion where they're making their money off and, and, of. And yeah. I, think the bigger, a bigger, I think the bigger shot across the bow here is that we're going to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. That was his message. We're not going to let you come in and do this to people because he was upset that this was happening to a lot of elderly people as well. They, yeah. they sign up. And again, you call up. Not saying everybody's like this, but on the instances where we called, someone told us clearly, hey, this is insurance. I said, so it's, this is insurance. He goes, yeah, it's insurance. Mm-hmm. It's and it wasn't not insurance. And it was, there were several times where that happened. Right. So I, let me phrase that. Not several. Multiple times where that happened. Right. 
All right. Well, you have looked into the industry. You also personally use a home warranty company. So you're not saying it's all bad. You're just saying you're your own biggest advocate right now in Texas. And I think that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah. I think that you just have to be on top of it, just like anything else. I mean, it's you always want someone else to fix the problem. Mm -hmm. But the problem is in your home. So you've got to be a part of the solution, too. Okay, great. So explain to me what's going on here. Yeah. What's happening? Okay, great. And then document it. And if you have a problem and it's still, well, don't send me out that company again because they couldn't fix the problem the first time. Right. I mean, I, I had an issue where a company came in, caused damage, and then I had to complain and, and really fight for that. Yikes. So, right. and that was about five years ago. So. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Mario, for coming in. Yeah, and no worries. We thank you all for listening to this week's Ask Amy. Thanks so much. Um, Let us know if you have something you want us to discuss, um, a topic that you'd like to learn more about, and we will see you next week.